1: Hello, all, and welcome back to the first episode of Inside the Boxes season. Uh, we know it's late January, and we're finally back in the studio, so we just wanted to do, uh, clear it up quickly. Basically, a couple of things happened. We wanted to Mike's the new football writer at Game Time as well. I work a lot on football uh, for Game Time as well, so the season went really late this year. Uh, we had to take a little bit of a break around the holidays, and then I had, <laughs> because we couldn't get out of bed. Yeah. And then uh, I had a little dental procedure done that uh, kind of sidelined me for, Speaking of which, for how are a you? week or two. Good. I got. I, feel like, asked, pl- I feel like a hockey player. I actually feel like a hockey player. I got like 30 stitches in my mouth. Uh, nah, I can't eat solid foods. Those are fun. Um, yeah, so those will come out next week. So mm. we finally decided I was uh, okay enough to talk without hurting myself. And, um, you know, Mike's ready to rock now after the football uh, season has worn. Even though football season technically not never really. ends. Yeah, Sean and I have the Walter Camp dinner on Saturday. Mm. Uh, dinner, breakfast. All right, either way, we're back. We've been going to a bunch of hockey games anyway. Um, so, yeah, we're here. I mean, we're we're not at the midway point, but we're kind of at the midway point. Um, and here we are. But first, <laughs> before I... We are all over the place, but we had Notre Dame West Haven coach Larry Vieira on the show, uh, friends of the program. Uh, you know that's a good interview with Larry. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was pretty good. Dude. They're uh, they're playing pretty well. They're uh, ranked number two right now, and they're probably could be number one still, if uh, you know. With, you know, it's just uh, kind of why things are breaking right now. It's, it's there's these three teams that are splitting. Splitting the vote and all pretty close, and uh, we'll see how things shake out in the second half. But yeah, uh, I mean, yeah uh, it was good. a yeah, good talk.
1: Yeah, Larry's, Larry's a beaut. So, all right, I, I believe at the beginning of the year, the number one team was Fairfield Prep the mm-hmm. defending D1 champions. We didn't do a poll for a couple of weeks. Because of the holiday, we come back, and Notre Dame's undefeated in their number one. And Fairfield Prep drops to number two, and Darian's in at number three. Then, Darian Notre Dame-Westhaven play last week, and... Darian beats Notre Dame, so everyone's like preparing their polls. But the poll isn't the poll doesn't have to be sent till Mike till Monday night. Mm-hmm. There were two games on the schedule Monday night. Yep, one of them was Darian Greenwich, or two that factor into Young. the poll. Yeah. yeah, and um, <laughs> Darian loses to Greenwich, <laughs> so everyone's kind of poll shook up. Um, I know, I mean, I don't have a problem saying what my poll is, because, whatever. I then, I originally had Darian at one. Like, ready to send it to Mike, to be like, all right, Darian's number one. That's fine, they beat Notre Dame. You know, an early season loss to Hamden, they've kind of, you know, caught back from that. And and Darian goes out and loses to Greenwich in overtime. Which, again, Greenwich is a good team. Mm -hmm. I've seen Greenwich, they're a good team, but you beat the number one team, then you go and lose to Greenwich. Like, Notre Dame West, they're still 7-1. and one. You know, with a lot of out-of-state wins, like, you know, you'll hear from like, Coach Vieira in the interview, like, they copied the Fairfield prep method. They won that really great tournament up in what was it, Rhode Island.
2: No, and, uh, it's at uh, CM in Massachusetts. In
1: Massachusetts, they won at this prestigious Christmas tournament, and then they go and they win it. Yeah. Uh, you know, Notre Dame West Haven spent the entire game in the box against Darien, which mm-hmm. you can't do, but that's one loss. It's it's hockey. Like, Richfield going 22 and 0 until the quarterfinals last year was insane, and we're not seeing mm-hmm. that this year because oh. Notre Dame lost. But to hold one loss against the team when the other team, if, no- if Darien went out and beat Greenwich, even if it wasn't overtime, or if they tied, maybe I lean towards Darien, but they go in and they lose, and it's like. Notre Dame's still 7-1. and one. They have all these out-of-state wins. They have all these in-state wins. Like, Are we really going to hold one loss against them? And then the voters said, yes, of course, Pete, you're wrong. <laughs> uh, so Darien's right now. Darian's so number right one. Now, Notre Dame's number two. Prep is number three. Prep getting more first-place votes than Notre Dame. And I believe, not to out your vote, but I believe I've, you. I've been
2: voting them number one, yeah. I think ultimately they're... they're... I, I'm kind of going back and forth on this. I kind of feel like by the end of the year they're going to be there, and so it's like, should I really take them out of number one until they? <laughs> should I do all that extra prove, work? <laughs> until they kind of quote unquote prove me wrong? Yeah. Um, at this point, I really don't have a problem with anybody voting for any of those three teams. I mean, Darian probably, if if you know, to me, Darian probably just has has the worst case right now just because of the way they've lost those couple games in state. Prep going out of state and losing a couple, you know, that's, that's kind of the way, that's you, the prep you, way. You, you want to go out and get yourself tested, and I'm fine with that. Uh, and Notre Dame, you know, probably on its merits right now, probably is the, at this moment, best team.
1: Yeah, All, they, th- all three
2: very very deep teams, very solid teams, and I think they're all very capable of winning yeah. well, in we, the end of the year. so
1: We get to see Fairfield Prep at the Darien Ice House this weekend. Right, Weather permitting. 350 on Saturday, yes, weather permitting. Um, don't, don't, you know, don't say that. I have to, <laughs> I have to take the ferry. Oh boy. Saturday at four forty-five from Bridgeport to long Island. Ah, so I won't be there Saturday. If okay. You, uh, I was gonna say that. I'm, I'm at that age. All my, all my friends and myself are turning 30. Mm-hmm. So like, this is like the first one. There you go. Our different group, <laughs> but like, this is like the first one surprise. Uh-huh. Pete, Pete doesn't listen to the nice. show. So it's a surprise 30th <laughs> birthday. Party, um, So I won't be there So weather permitting, Hopefully it gets moved So I can go Alright then down the <laughs> list We have Xavier They're number four They're very good And they're very, very solid as well You know I almost uh, Two losses One to Darien And they lost to Notre Dame West Haven on Wednesday night So not bad New Canaan Saw them Smoked Northwest Catholic mm-hmm. Northwest Catholic isn't The Northwest Catholic team No
2: Our notebook this week That was uh, That was something I mean, Yeah <laughs> I
1: <know> they... <laughs> And they're all sick <laughs>
2: Yeah they're, they're all sick Or they're hurt
1: Yeah uh, Ridgefield comes in At six At three and three I saw them pretty much dominate Hamden. Mm. Um, But I think this is a Ridgefield team that won the FCAC in JV last year. Again, I'm not going to say this is like, oh, every freshman football team went undefeated. (laughs) Um, But, you know, Sean Gallagher runs a really good program there and, those kids were down there to get ice time instead mm-hmm. of sitting on varsity and sitting behind the likes of Nikki Collins and, yep. and the other Van Wees and mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think they have Keys Van Wees and and McNichols back from last year's team. We saw a lot of time. There are other guys there, but a lot of these guys are new. Mm-hmm. And they're they're getting used to the Division One varsity game. So That's they're kind of clinging along. Mm-hmm. Um, they're there at 3-3. Three, three. Greenwich in at number seven, which is weird. Uh, they like they they lost to Darien, they lost some weird games, then they yeah. come out and they beat Hamden seven nothing and all of a sudden the voters are like, Oh, we gotta put him back in. <laughs> like I didn't hey. have him in. I didn't have him in my ten. No? I don't believe so. I they just it's really I, weird with them.
2: I mean they're I mean, the four teams that they've lost to, they're all I think you could safely say are ahead of them.
1: Yeah. No, it's not it's okay to to lose to teams that are better than you. It's just It was like they started out so hot last year. Right. And then they hit a funk, and it's like they haven't gotten out of that funk yet. It's like they win games impressively, lose bad, not lose bad games, but lose games, and you're like, they really lost that bad? Like, I was, Will Aldum covered the Greenwich-Hamden game for us, and I went down to meet up with him before, because I I live in Hamden, Mm -hmm. I want to see the beginning of the game, and of course it didn't start on time, so I had to leave to go to to go to Darien, and I'm talking. He's like, "What do you think?" I was like, I was like <laughs> "You don't know." First of all, with either of these teams, you don't know because you don't know which team you're going to get. I did not see seven nothing coming. Mm. I mean, if this is a sign of things to come for Greenwich, then I think they're they're good. They have a look, they have a good goalie tandem, yep. Zolin Shader. and Nash. One of those kids get hot, or both get hot. I mean, Greenwich Greenwichers can play, but I don't know. But they had the big win against Darien. They kind of jump in eight. Uh, Notre Dame Fairfield with Richie Minix in his first year at the helm for the Lancers. They're still waiting for a couple of kids to come back, right?
2: They are. I think that was their 10th game last night, which was a loss to Simsbury, right? So they, uh, they get those kids back, three forwards that uh, sure lengthen their lineup. They're still a little short on D, but uh, the goaltenders are playing pretty solid.
1: Yeah, and they get um, next week at the CT Ice. Pre-thing, um, Friday night Free before thing. before the tournament starts with the college teams. Notre Dame Fairfield and Notre Dame West Haven uh, face off that Friday night at Webster Bank. We talked to Coach Riera about it. I believe Mike and I will be there. I know I will be. I believe Mike will be there. Where else am I going to be Friday night? That is true. Especially <laughs> it's at Webster I Bank, off, too. I guess, but yeah, well, <laughs> what's that? And uh, then at number nine, Hamden, who's had a weird up-and-down season.
2: Another team that's... Uh, Got the flu bug running through them. Yes, Boy, yes. There, there's, bring your hand sanitizer. And
1: there were a couple of games postponed Wednesday night because of the flu. He, he, see, here. here's the thing. You, you, you can't get, like, it's weird. You don't want to pass it along to other teams, other players, mm-hmm. you know, this and this. So I don't have a problem with them postponing games because, like, I would hate to cover a team. Who's sick? You talk to the coach, right. and then you know you shake his hand because you know you're a respectable <laughs> and you wipe your human pants and you being. There, walk out and you... Yeah, and then you either wipe your pants or you immediately put hand sanitizer on because you don't want the flu, or you get the flu. You mm-hmm. know, I, I don't get to postpone work. Excuse me, Fairfield Prep, Darianne. I can't come Friday, uh, Saturday. I have the flu. Can you postpone the game? Like, no one's postponing the game for me. So if you're you sick, stay home. Stay don't touch me. <laughs> 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 I usually get sick this time of year too, and we've already missed too many shows. I'm gonna so. move over here a little bit. Yeah, I don't blame you. <clears> and then it, uh, filling in at number ten, I think the best team in Division Two this year. I think Hand will have something to say about that. But Brantford, who's bringing, who brought back just about everybody from mm-hmm. last year's team that didn't lose a game for like four months. Right. So they're there. And I haven't
2: seen WMRP yet. That'll be. Uh...
1: WMRP. Yes, they are. Are they undefeated still?
2: They are nine and zero. They are going to Saturday against Northeastern.
1: They are undefeated. They have a crazy, crazy fan group.
2: Brantford at uh, WMRP, February fifteenth in Newington. Hate to look ahead that far, but uh, look ahead that
1: far. I mean, when is that? Is that a? It's a Saturday. I guess that's where I'll be that Friday. Is that? I
2: don't know what else is going on that day. We should probably look that up. (laughs)
1: This fun. is how well prepared we are. You know, oh.
2: prep, prep Notre Dame at Bennett. I don't know.
1: At 1 o'clock.
2: Yeah, what time is that? Oh, 6.50. I the think Brantford games, the I games? Can, we can probably do I that. Can I can swing both. Do you want to have ladder. a day? You want to have a day? There Mike? you go. Let's go. We'll
1: have a day. I'll drive so you can write. Yeah. You can write the prep Notre Dame game on awesome. the way. Uh, I mean, West Tate. Yeah, you know what? We'll, we'll do a day. Why don't we We'll uh, we'll do that? And we'll record the podcast while we drive. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get all my good singing in. Oh, my. <laughs> Carpool karaoke Oh my god, yeah Alright, we're going to toss it over to our interview with uh, Coach Larry Vieira And we will be right back after this
0: Now joining us on the
1: phone We have Notre Dame West Haven Coach Larry Vieira Coach, how are you doing tonight After
0: a uh, long night last night for you guys I'm doing really well It's a, it's a rewarding uh, morning Anytime you come out of, out of there with a victory
1: yeah, I mean, uh, you guys lost to Darian over the weekend, dropped down from number one to number two in the poll by the voters. Um, I voted, I remained you guys at number one, I'm just letting you know that. Uh, but well, to come, I appreciate that. <laughs> to come out and get a win against Xavier, how important was that for the uh, for the momentum and you know, the locker room?
0: Well, again, our locker room is, uh, is very positive. Anytime you win eight games in a row, there's obviously a level of confidence. But with our challenging schedule, it could turn quickly the other way, and you know, we could get on an eight-game losing streak. I mean, every team we play is super talented and really well coached, so we do not want to get into a prolonged losing streak at this point in the year. So yesterday was critical because number one, we stopped our one-game losing streak, and number two, it was a league game, and <clears throat> we want to get Notre Dame back, um, excuse me, into the SEC. Uh championship game um, with division one that's important to our program
2: you know you and I talked the other night at at Darien, you know the penalties just kind of took took you out of the flow completely and then last night you know i think in the, especially in that second period we kind of saw i think what you were talking about with with the depth that you guys have that you're able to run when you roll those roll those lines you, know, you guys uh, can really pick it up, huh?
0: yeah i mean we were averaging four penalties a game um up until the Deran game. So, you know, I don't want it to sound like we're a bunch of hacks. We're not. We're a disciplined <laughs> team. You know, we really are. Just a dairy game um, was an aberration. And I had the kids write reports about um, adjustments. In other words, adjusting to the referee. It's Not on the referee. Whether I agree with his calls or not, that's not up for discussion. What's up for discussion is, you know, a referee is going to referee a game in a certain manner. And we as a, as a coaching staff and we as a team, need to make adjustments, and I was disappointed in myself at the Darien game, because I reacted poorly with the officiating, and that bleeds down into my players, so it was something we were not proud of, and it's something I was aggravated about, because I really felt we could compete with Darien um, on a five-on-five situation, so um, to answer your question in a little long-winded way, yes, (coughs) uh, we're thrilled with our lack of penalties
1: last night i mean that game saturday i was hiding up top with mike um seemed very chippy on on both sides just the calls kind of get kind of went against you guys as opposed to all of them against darianne but that's besides the point i'm sure we'll see you guys again soon but you know a lot of people will look back to last year your first year at notre dame you guys kind of got through the regular season um you know we i think mike and i saw you a couple of times and you always just talked about getting better getting better and just getting to the state tournament you guys make the run all the way to the finals you know you you lose to a good fairfield prep team and what was a pretty good game early on and now you guys have the target on your back as one of their returning favorites if not the returning favorite this year so how was it You know, last year being like, no one's picking us because we lost a bunch of games in the regular season to, hey, now we're the favorites. Now we need to step up and, you know, show that we're one of the better teams in the state.
0: Well, again, when I took over at Notre Dame, I obviously took over a proud program that's won a lot of state championships. So they've had success in the past. So we were just looking to kind of put our brand brand into Notre Dame. And we thought it was a three-year plan. I mean, last year, to be honest with you, it took us by surprise. And this year, we're also surprised. We have a young team. We have a ton of freshmen and sophomores that are learning their ways. So all we want to do is continue to get better every practice, every game. Um, And to be honest with you, I don't mind being the hunted. I mean, I've been a hunter (laughs) for so many years at Immaculate and Brantford and, you know, um, with Darianne. It's good to be the hunted, and I just have to make sure that the kids are focused every night and that we are, uh, you know, taking a nice even path because we don't want to burn out. You know, we don't want to, you know, peak right now. So we just, you know, we we run practice in a similar fashion. Um, We don't want too many highs or lows in terms of the teams we're playing. So, again, we want Notre Dame to be the hunted. We're happy to be number one or number two, and we're going to keep working Hard to get that, keep that number one, and at this point to get back to number one. So we're we're okay with it. We we welcome the challenge. I
2: hadn't noticed till the other day, and we talked a little about it last night too. You know, <coughs> you're you guys uh, finally getting home to Benner Rink on Saturday. How that uh, schedule work out?
0: Yeah, I mean uh, we're we're eight and one away, so maybe yeah. we should stay on the road. I, I <laughs> guess that probably be the smart thing. Um, but what I did this year is I'm trying to play. High level out of state games. So, when you do that, when you start a relationship with a coach, you know, the best way to do that is say, listen, I'll come to your place. And if it works out, you know, you come to ours next year. So, next year it should be, you know, changed around. Um, So, we'll be home a little bit more. But we did get into that prestigious Christmas tournament, which we will be playing up at the Warrior Arena on a yearly basis. Um, So, we'll always be away there. But this year it's just a luck of the draw. Next year we'll be home a lot more.
2: Speaking of which, that tournament—you know—what was that experience like? You know, you, you go up there and beat some pretty good teams. With, uh, what was what was that weekend like?
0: And to be honest with you, it was very humbling. You know, for me as a coach, you know, I'm talking to the coach of Catholic Memorial. He played at Providence College. Um, he has 11 brothers um, from South Boston. Just a really an interesting guy, Larry Rooney, and then another guy from Valor, Colorado. Um, you know, you ask him, you know, what's he done? Well, he was assistant coach and a head coach at the University of Denver when they won a national championship. So you kind of humbles you and makes you realize there's so many more, much more better coaches, there's much better teams, and there's much better players that are out there. And as I said before, I just me myself, I want to strive to become a better coach. But most importantly, I want my kids to realize how good the competition is out there, and we want them to get better and that's why i i'm doing this and i like i said before i'm really taking a page from fairfield prep i mean they've had they play 13 home games they play seven away against top line teams and look at their success so i'm copying what they do that's i'm not i'm not reinventing the wheel (laughs)
1: yeah you talk about the kids but there there are a couple of them that stand out obviously ryan Aherns has had a, a pretty great season for you guys as well as John Michael Manchild um, is just wild to watch when he plays. He is, <clears throat> he's just awesome. Uh, who are some other guys who have really you know stepped up? Obviously, in Connor Smith, let's not ignore your uh, your uh, yeah. wonderful goaltender and Connor Smith. But you know, I mean,
0: yeah. I mean Connor Smith obviously is outstanding. I mean, um, right, uh, so Chris Hughes is our captain. He he scored like four goals this year, all stuff in front. He's the motor for our team. He just, his engine is nonstop and it just bleeds right down into the other players. Um, I have another kid, Connor Fawn, and his name doesn't score. a show up on the scoreboard, but he's another kid that has worked hard and now he's a regular line player. Um, won't score a lot, but he's that kind of kid that bleeds Notre Dame green. Uh, I have another senior, Jack Mascari, same thing, hasn't scored in two years, but gives us solid minutes on D. And those are the kids that, You know, They might not show up on a scoreboard, but they show up in a locker, they show up in practice, and that's where everything starts from. Without those guys, um, plus a host of others, it's not happening. Um, I also have number five, Robbie Getz, um, who's on my first line D. He was in JV last year. Never even gave him a look. Mm -hmm. Probably my fault, to be honest with you. And he just emerged as a kid that's one of our better defensemen. So, you know, you just never know when a kid's going to figure it out. And in these guys' case, especially Robbie, he's figuring it out, and these guys are are leading the charge.
1: Yeah, it's been uh, – you know, it's nice to see a lot of names from last year's teams still around with all that experience. I mean, that run had to be – was it just, you know, uh, house money or just, you know, every game you guys won, was like, all right, like we're still here, or was there like a – determination and like an expectancy to be there
0: no i don't think those kids got beat in the first round of the playoffs the last two years before we arrived so they didn't expect to go on that run but that was a chase and i've said it in the newspaper where we had a little bit of a an issue on senior night you know um senior night it's kind of coming down to where the seniors expect to start and i don't believe in that i believe the seniors should be honored before the game, they should be honored at the banquet. You play your best players. Yeah. The seniors came to me and it was almost like a Rudy situation. They said, Coach, we want the goalie, David and Annie to start. Great kid, great goalie. Um, I wasn't starting him. They came to me and he said, We're not playing unless he plays. Mm-hmm. So I had two ways to go with this. I could, you know, uh, could have said, No, it's my team. Too bad. Or accept what they said. And you know after a little soul searching i said let me roll the dice and go with what the seniors wanted we won the game and from that point on the seniors connected with the team they connected with me and we finally became one because it was hard for the kids i i came in and i changed the, the whole dynamics of the program from fresco to rules et cetera. Et cetera. i mean uh, i did a lot so those kids were you know had to go through a lot of changes And at that point, they probably said to themselves, you know what, we want the power. And I I gave it to them, and 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 we took off. And I credit the seniors for that. I really do. Um, And that's how I coach. I want the seniors, I want the leaders to run the team. I just want to be the conductor. But I want them to take ownership. And at that point, the seniors took ownership. And I was fortunate that I allowed that to happen. And then we took off from there.
2: Those moments are so wild, you can't even plan them, you know, they just come out of
0: left field sometimes. And, left yeah. field, it was a half hour before the game they came <laughs> okay. to see me. So Wait, so you went
1: soul-searching for half an hour?
0: Uh, maybe less, about 10 <laughs> minutes I had to figure out what was best for the team, the program, but <laughs> for my neck, uh, so to speak. It was a, it was a, one of the most critical moments in my 37 years of coaching. It, it, was, it was a very, very uh, difficult situation, and they got a – you know, myself and the coaches um, did the right thing. And thank God that seniors embraced the coaching staff and and, and the rest is history. I I was really proud of those kids. I really was. That's wild.
1: Um, Coach, you know, coming up for you guys, you have the – you guys are playing against Notre Dame Fairfield in, like, the pre-CT ice, you know, tournament at Webster Bank next week. Uh you guys are playing on Friday night against Notre Dame what uh Notre Dame Fairfield. Uh what's that experience going to be like to to play at an arena like that that can sit what like 9,000 people?
0: Well, it's always different because you're not going to get a great you're not going to fill the place up. You're not going to fill the place up. You're not going to fill the place up, so it's no. not going to seem it's going to seem hollow. It's <laughs> not going to have that hammed the uh, atmosphere that West Haven atmosphere. So that, along with the sight lines, the ice, um, and creates for a much different game. Um, similar to Yale. It's just Yale is a strange rink. It's hot. Different sight lines. it, it just, you got to play there. So there's going to be a learning curve from warm-ups on. So, quite frankly, I don't know what to expect from my teams. I mean, Notre Dame and Fairfield has been playing really well. Um, it's a league game um, with them. So, you know, we're... Uh, you know, we're cautiously optimistic. It's going to be—it's going to be another challenge. But again, I want us to play in different arenas. I want us to play against different teams. That way, when the playoffs arrive, you know, there's nothing we haven't done before.
1: Yeah, I mean, I—I I, I, personally, yeah. I like yell the best because it gives us our best view. And like for me to shoot video, I don't have to shoot through nets. I don't have to stand next to parents. I don't have to hide in right, a corner. Yeah. <laughs> I get to stand up, kind of by myself. And I imagine the same. Uh, with Webster. Well, I believe Mike and I will be there. One more. You guys are at the midway point, um, number two in the state by the poll. Obviously, it's all about just getting into the tournament. So what do you guys have to do the rest of the way to make sure that you guys are in top shape to go back to the state title and then this time win it?
0: Well, obviously, we have to stay healthy. We have to stay focused. We have to get better. Um, and then we need luck. I mean, the, the teams in Division One. Anybody, and I mean that from 1 through 15, I mean, look at my old school Immaculate. They keep losing games by one goal. Uh, lost a couple, a couple goals to Hamden yesterday. They got one of the better goalies in the state, some really good players. They could knock off the number two seed. So that's how dangerous um, this year's playoffs will be. And then with the one game, anybody can win it. I truly mean that. There's not one team um, that cannot get on a run in D1. So we just, we're just going to keep working hard and hope we get a hot goalie and hope we don't fight, face a hot goalie. And, and hopefully we'll be at Yale. Yeah, um, you know, it's, a, it's our goal of ours, and obviously we just uh, we got to keep working. Absolutely.
1: All right, Coach, thank you so much. We really do appreciate the time during the day. And, you know, good luck this weekend, and uh, we'll see you next Friday.
0: Great. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. I'll see you soon.
1: Have a good night. Have a good weekend, Coach. Bye-bye. All right, Mike, that was Coach Larry Vieira, and always a good time with him, right?
2: Oh, yeah, it's always uh, it's always interesting there.
1: He's, <laughs> you know, there are a lot of coaches who, uh, not refrain from what they say or hold back, but, you know, Larry, he'll tell you how it is, and you'll just have to like it, I feel like. <laughs> so, um, let's just take a And quite a, a career, too. I mean, oh, we didn't
2: even God. get into it, but... Uh, He's been everywhere. Geez, pretty much, and... uh you know, going back to playing in college with uh, with some with some very interesting people, we, knew, we should we should we should have got into that. Actually. Yeah, we should, really should have. But yeah, I think but...
1: he's a busy guy. We got him on a Thursday morning. I think he just got a job. <laughs> <laughs> if not, we should have had him inside. Should have him in the office. But he I mean, he he's a, he's great. That's a great team over at Notre Dame. I, I really I think they are the deepest team, and I think Prep is really good. I haven't seen Prep. I'm just assuming that Prep's really good because they're Fairfield Prep. They
2: they got a lot of new faces, but you know it's I I, I never want to bet against them coming together. No, I'll never
1: I'll never bet I'll never bet against Coach Shadler. But you know Notre Dame's good, and he said they took. Yep. The, no, they took the uh, the blueprint of what Prep does, and they want to be that team that's well-prepared heading into the tournament. And you can do that at a school like Notre Dame-West Haven yep. when you're not forced to play a certain schedule like other certain Division One teams that he might have coached what, before in <clears throat> the SEA. What, what could you ever be talking about? I know, right? So speaking of that, we had Fairfield played Wilton last night, and that was fun. That mm. was actually pretty close. Yeah. Uh, Fairfield Prep pulled away, so good for Wilton. Um, anyway, yeah, so we got a pretty <laughs> stacked week. End this week where I won't be around, like I said. But uh, any games that stand out for you?
2: Well, one versus three, obviously, we talked about already. Prep and Darien, that will be an interesting little measuring stick for both sides. Uh, see where they are. You know, Darian bouncing back uh, off that overtime loss to Greenwich, and Prep—you uh, know, trying to get a little roll going here with uh, with some of these kids. Uh, Sim- Simsbury New Canaan on Saturday, I believe, too. Right? That's up up. Uh, yeah, it's up, up in, in Simsbury. Simsbury. on the Olympic sheet, it's, you, you know, know the la- Sim- Simsbury's,
1: I've heard from from
2: a few different coaches that they're really, really interested in Simsbury.
1: Yeah, really? Uh, you know, maybe, let's see. I would like in, to make a in, trip up there, but the last time I went up there, I saw Northwest Catholic last year. I got off on the wrong exit on the way home, and I ended up at the airport. That's interesting. Yeah, not not the best. Yeah,
2: we got We'll work on that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, New Canaan, Simsbury should be interesting. I mean, Simsbury, uh, you know, getting a little support in the poll, and uh, maybe a little more after beating Notre Dame last night, and see what happens on Saturday.
1: Yeah, oh, Fairfield Prep's playing at Mount, Mount Saint Charles. We're just playing at the yeah. Dunkin' Donuts Center. Playing the so Don yeah, like a out. big
2: uh, Mount, Mount Day. They got uh, they have their new, you know, their new under under sixteen, under eighteen programs up there that they started this year. Oh wow! And uh, th- those teams are playing in the morning, and then there's an AHL game, and then. Uh, and then the varsity team's playing prep uh, after that. Wow. Should be an interesting day. Wow, it sounds like. the Sound like Tigers were there, I'd, I'd make a pitch, but uh, no, I, don't it's, I don't Mike, it's we need you. Oh, no, that's next Friday. It's Springfield, so, oh. uh, yeah.
1: I thought it was next Friday because I was like, Mike, we need you at the CT Ice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, I no, it's either. really not. I just I, I was I had such high. <laughs> if there was an FCI
2: game at CT Ice, what would what would if there was like a D one D three game what would, at CT Ice? A D one D three
1: game at at that I would be like the I would never Pete go. Storm. What would, I would never go? We need
2: a third piece to this. What would be the?
1: Uh... It'd be Pete's nightmare. Oh my! That would drive me insane. Uh Looking at next week, A couple of good games. Save your prep whenever the Catholics get together. That's on Wednesday night. Hamden West Haven. That's just a. You know, historic game where these yep. guys get together. New Canaan Fairfield Co op. Brantford North. Brantford's always fun. New Canaan Ridgefield. Wow, we got a nice yep. schedule next week. Yeah. And then obviously, uh, but we'll be back before next Friday. True. So we're going to be back next Thursday. Mike, I'm glad we got to, uh, to find a yeah, way. Now it's halfway during the season. We're doing our first show of the year. So I'm back next week. No stitches in the mouth, so I'll be more obnoxious than ever. Aren't you excited? Always be. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right, Mike. We'll see you guys out there on the ice.